Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. An Elio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers. Uh, this is one of our mini episodes, and it is a mailbag episode where we are going to read your emails. <laughs> what is so fucking funny? Nothing. Just your little phone moving around. Well, what about I have a phone in one hand, a microphone in the other hand, and then my laptop and garage band. I'm like holding four different things, and then I have my coffee and my LaCroix. Like, what do you want from me? I can't do no, it. I like women. You're perfect. Women you can do, do it, it all, all but like not this much. <laughs> um, I had technical difficulties this morning because my AirPods wouldn't sync. So I'm like zooming through my phone and my ear pods are going through my phone, fo- AirPods, whatever. And then like I'm recording <laughs> through my computer, but I can't hear myself in my computer. So I don't even know how the sound quality is or even if it's recording. And then it's just too much for me on a Monday. Are the bars moving? Yeah, baby, the bars are moving. Um, That's all maybe, you need. Yeah. yeah. Just need those move, bars to move. Move those bars. A- anyways, um, as I was so eloquently saying before I was so rudely interrupted, <laughs> this is our mailbag episode and uh, where we listen to your voicemails and uh, read your emails. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Cool. So um, thank you guys first and foremost for uh, being in the Discord and being so active in the Discord. It's been super fun in there. Yeah, everyone's so nice. Everyone's sharing pictures of their pets. Yeah, we have different um, chats. There's like uh, people are sharing spooky stories, episode ideas. Yeah. Uh, We've got regional bimbos. We've got the Midwest bimbos, the Southeast, the Southwest, Canadian, international. Yeah, it's really, it's it's a a real hot party in there. So if you haven't joined yet, it's a hot spot uh, of activity. 
So if you haven't joined yet, please do. And also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash webcrawlers. I was thinking of maybe recording a few days, a few things today, and then just putting them up. Whoa, yeah, like what? why not? Like yourself? Just like yeah, I was spitballing? Just, yeah, I was just going to say some thoughts and then put them up. <laughs> I, I, lo- I listen to all of your Patreon episodes that you put up yourself. I love them all. <laughs> just going to say some Allie's Corner, just some thoughts. So get ready. I might release some thoughts today to Patreon members. Um, anyways, <laughs> some, poetry. Uh, <laughs> some, some beat poetry and stuff. Um, anyways, uh, do we have any voicemails we should play? Yeah, we have a couple. Well, we have a lot more than that, Melissa. I just haven't sent them to you because it's too much. I get overwhelmed. Uh But yeah, let's play what we have and then just know I have like a thousand more. Oh boy, a thousand. Okay, here's the first one. Let's only play non-controversial ones. Hey, this is Moses and this is for uh, Allie, Melissa, Maria. I was just rearranging my bookshelves and I came across one of my um, true crime books, Double Jeopardy. And I remember, I don't know what episode, but either a month ago or a few weeks ago, um, I think it was Allie mentioned something, if there was ever a case about Double Jeopardy or something like that. Anyway, this book, um, Double Jeopardy, is about a case from where I'm from, Kentucky, in Louisville, about uh, our north where I grew up in Kentucky. It's written by Bob Hill, and he wrote for the Courier-Journal. But it's about this girl um, in the late 80s. Her name is Brenda to Schaefer, and she went on a date with this guy, but she never came back home from this day, and she lived with her parents, but she never came home this night, so the next day, the parents called the police, and the police, like two, three miles away, like parked along the side of a parkway, they found her car, Oof. but there was like no evidence inside the car, like all her stuff was gone, months and months went by with the investigation, and the cops and the uh uh, Commonwealth attorney, they couldn't, they had no idea what happened to her. Nope. But they finally honed in on her, the boy, guy she dated, uh, Mel Ignato. And pretty soon he became the prime suspect. But they had, they got a couple search warrants to search his house. They searched his, like, his girlfriend's place. And there's absolutely, like, no evidence linking him to her disappearance because he said he took her home or whatever. Police finally arrested him because they thought they had a good circumstantial case. And they put him on trial and they charge him with murder. But since they didn't have any physical evidence and the girl and his girlfriend at the time wasn't talking, she kept her mouth shut and she actually was held in contempt of court because she wouldn't testify. He was found not guilty of, of her murder. Anyway, hmm. to pay his legal fees, he had to sell uh, the house he grew up in with his mom and his mom had already passed away by this point. Uh, when the family who bought the house moved in, they were renovating um, the hallway. And they were tearing up the carpet or they were repainting one of the oh, no. uh, walls in the hallway or something. Uh, one of the uh, people, they removed uh, one of the vent covers. Oh, no. And inside the vent, he knows this, uh, this plastic bag. Oh, no. And he opened up the plastic bag and there was like five, six, seven uh, rolls of film. Oh, and no. he knew who lived in the house of Ford, Mel Ignato. Mm. So he called the police. Well, the police came. They, you know, they bagged the rolls of film. It ends. There's another one. What if it we just ends. ended on that? <laughs> the rolls of film. Oh. Uh, here's part two. Hey, this is Moses again. That was a wack as fuck. Y'all need to get like longer recording. <laughs> Sorry, Anyway, Moses. so they found this. So when the police developed this roll of film, on on the rolls of film, 
Melignato's girlfriend actually took pictures of Brenda Shee Safer's like <gasps> rape and torture of the night she was killed. Oh, oh no! And shit. I'll leave it at that because I don't want to give away the whole ending about what happened next. But okay. um, the book is called Double know. Jeopardy. It's a case in Louisville, Kentucky, in the late '80s. But there you go. All right, have a good weekend. Stay safe. Peace out. <laughs> Oh my god! Now I'm dying to hear the ending. I can't believe well, he left. What happened? <laughs> we got it. What a cliffhanger! Maria, send us another voicemail. I want to play a few more. Okay, here it is. Uh, hey, this is Jack calling for web crawlers. Mm, uh, I've only been listening to the show. I'm very new since like quarantine. Uh, maybe like a couple weeks, and it only took that long before you guys mentioned my hometown, uh, which is also Bellingham. Uh, caller called it on the last episode. And yeah, Bellingham has a bunch of weird, messed up stuff. Uh, and one that I thought you should know about is that when I first moved out of my parents' home and had my first place, first time living alone, uh, it was just outside of town, in the woods, Pacific Northwest, really creepy. And the only thing that was like nearby was like a small bakery across the street. And during the night, I get like spooked and scared living by myself for the first time. And I would hear, like, delivery drivers and people working, you know, uh, across the street, and it would give me comfort. So I'd be like, okay, well, there's people nearby, so I'm not, like, alone alone. Uh, turns out, uh, last year, one of the workers there was arrested for a murder case oh my God. Uh, committed 28 years ago. One of the other employees actually helped the police, stole his Coca-Cola can with his DNA on it, and gave it to the police. <sighs> they matched the evidence, uh, and he got arrested. But, yeah. The the noises uh, that I took comfort in would help me, like, you know, get to sleep at night was actually uh, the sounds of a, a murderer across the street. Holy shit. Um, yeah, Whoa. so what a happy story. Uh, thanks for making the podcast. It's a great listen in these uh, horrible times. Uh, and I'm going to take a stand. I think women should have the right to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh my God. great voicemail. He sounds Jack, hot. Jack or Jake? I know, right? <laughs> Just going to say, Jack sounds hot. Okay, here's another one. Hey, web crawlers. This is Alexa. I've left a ton of voicemails, but I always forget to say my name, but that's okay. I don't need the fame or anything. <laughs> um, I was just calling because I recently subscribed to y'all's Patreon, not to brag. Um, and Thank I love you. it. It's great. But the Stevie Wonder episode, um, <laughs> it was fun. You know, I love y'all so much. Ali, I love that you're, like, talking about the blind community that you're a part of. Um, but I just want to point out that I feel like all of the examples that people bring up for Stevie Wonder not being blind can easily be explained because a lot of blind people aren't, like, 100% blind. So, like, sometimes people can still see, like, certain shapes. I think I don't know that much oh, sure. about it either. That's actually a good point. Um, but they can still see shapes or, like, certain lights or shadows or stuff. So I feel like Shaq is really, really tall. So I feel like it would make sense if Stevie Wonder could see, like, a giant outline or something or a giant blob and be, like, that Shaq. And then, I don't know, same with the mic. I feel like that would be easy to do if you drop it. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to point that out. Not all blind people are, um, like, can't see anything. A lot of people still have some type of vision. But you know what? I love y'all. So no hate or anything. Just wanted to throw in my two cents. Um, I'm hoping something creepy will happen to me soon. So I can talk about that. But it's like... 
nothing has. But anyways, love y'all. Bye. <gasps> Alexa. Oh my God, our podcast is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we did an episode about Stevie Wonder not being blind. This is why our Patreon... We came to the conclusion that he is probably blind. blind. Yeah, is blind. But it's been like a, a, a conspiracy on the internet for like yeah. ever. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not part of the Patreon, so I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't true. know what you guys This is the kind about. of stuff we're releasing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm leaving this message for the web crawlers. Uh, my name's Don. I, uh, Don. I just want to know, um, first of all, you guys are great. And, uh, I've listened from day one. Wow. Thank you. There's a local legend, mm. uh, around me about the melon heads, which is supposed to be like this, uh, small community of like, I don't know the way the legend goes. It's really weird. It's like, they're like inbred, deformed, uh, people. Oh no. And, uh, they supposedly come out on this one road. But then when I was like doing research on it, there's like spatters of it, like this legend all over the country. Huh. I was wondering if you guys ever heard of it or whatever. No. All right. Isn't there a candy called melon uh, heads? Oh, he's still going. Yeah. Oh, still sorry. Going. I'm just, I'm driving. I'm just driving. <laughs> all right. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> melon head i've never heard it of sounds those. like a hills have eyes kind of thing yeah uh according to lore the melon heads were originally orphans mm. they are s- described as small humanoids with bulbous heads who occasionally emerge from hiding places to attack people oh my god oh my god what's your favorite kind of melon watermelon cantaloupe cantaloupe i like cantaloupe with tahini in it on it Yes. Um, okay, I'll play another voicemail. Why not? Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Uh, my name is Kelsey, and I'm from Oklahoma City. I learned about your podcast from um, The Alarmist that Ooh. I'm all caught up on, and I just recently caught up on all of web crawlers, and I love you guys, especially Melissa. Oh, I thank you. I your attention to a case um, that I'm specifically interested in, as a social worker in children's services in Oklahoma City, um, I'm really intrigued by the case of Josh Powell, who was a dad um, who, um, during a supervised visit with a social worker, essentially, after the kids ran into his house, um, slammed the door in the social worker's face, and then we set the looked house into this and bludgeoned <gasps> the kids with an axe. Susan um, Powell. They all died. Anyway. Um, you can share the 911 call online, and it's I, great. Yep. There's, there's way more to the story than that, but that's one that uh, specifically, um, you know, interests me being a social worker. Anyway, I love you guys. Uh, thank you so much for doing all of this through quarantine, and have a great day. Boing. <laughs> Boing. Boing. Thank you. That for was like- yeah, the disappearance of Susan Powell. And it ended up like that the husband's dad had like photos of her on his computer. It was like something creepy like that. Did we do an episode on it? No, we didn't. It was one of the ones like in the in the document like we made at the beginning of the podcast. It was like oh. one of the stories we were thinking of doing. Well, let's do a mini episode on it. It's a crazy story. Let's circle back to yeah. it, man. And here's another voicemail. Hi, this is a message for the web callers. Um, my name is Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and my 
personal favorite. Oh, um, I wanted to call in for some ghost stories because it seems to be quite a favorite right now. Yes. And this is actually one regarding my mom. So a few years ago when I was about 15, my mom started going to this sort of like kind of college night class thing about sort of the supernatural and ghosts. And she went with one of her best friends. Because we live in a house that's really, really old in Scotland. It's like built in 1860 or something. So my mom had been feeling a few things and thinking that's kind of supernatural. Wanted to explore it more. But anyway, because she went to this course, she ends up bringing the woman who like posted everything, who was also like a psychic, over to our house. And she came over to our house and she was in the downstairs living room and right above it is my old bedroom. And uh, she's going around the house. She's kind of getting a feel for it. And then she was just like, what's upstairs? Oh, no. And go upstairs. Oh, no. And on take her upstairs. So she goes upstairs into my old bedroom. And there is this huge big bay window that overlooks into our garden. And outside of our garden is like a river kind of thing. We live out in the country. Wow. And she was like, there's a woman in here. There's a woman in here. And she's crying. Hmm. I was like, okay. And she's like, she's crying because... He can't breathe. He can't breathe. And we found it very strange. And mom was like, okay, well, I don't know. I've never really sort of maybe felt that or anything. And then we actually found out the guy who built our house um, back in the 1860s, he died drowning in that river um, uh... trying to build a bridge over to the village. And then another story is that my friend, but the, her friend that she went with, had a story of a realtor coming over to her house years ago. And always in this house, she never felt like she was fully alone. And this real estate agent uh, kind of came in to, you know, look around the property and stuff. And just before she left, she was like, you know, you're not alone in this house. Oh, oh no. And oh, my, my mom's friend was just like, okay, yeah, I, uh, what, what do you mean? And she goes, there's a woman and a young girl here with you. No. And that's she like all she said and then left. And what is crazy is that that was always the feeling that my mother's friend got. So when she was in the house, so she was, there was just a presence there. It wasn't scary, but she always said it felt like a very feminine sort of presence. Her kind of feeling of that matched up with this totally random woman who she never saw again. Oh and came into her house saying the same thing that she felt. Wow. So, not for me, because apparently ghosts don't want to talk to me, but <laughs> I'm okay with that for now. But I love you guys. Oh, it ends. That's fucking minutes. nuts, dude. That's crazy. Ah, ghosts. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. 
What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Yeah, let's play this last voicemail for today. This message is for the web crawler. Web. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to try and do this super fast because I don't know if I'm going to get cut off or not, but I just wanted to say I'm the girl that called in about pee being stored in the balls, and I just wanted to apologize. <laughs> I feel like you guys were so confused, oh. but it was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this story. I'm going to try and say it super fast so I don't get cut off. Um, <laughs> it's not my story, though. It's my mom's coworker's story. I wanted to call into one of your live shows, but honestly, I'm too afraid. Like, I don't know. So here it is. Oh, do it. So my mom's coworker... Uh, like this was like 10 years ago she was working three jobs um at the time and she was studying for finals while she was in school so one night while she was like staying up super late studying for finals um she decided to go home and um, probably like two or three in the morning and she was driving home it was like in the middle of nowhere and she was super super tired and she was trying like hardest to stay awake behind the wheel like she didn't want to fall asleep behind the wheel but of course she did so she fell asleep behind the wheel oh, and no. she crashed into a guardrail. Oh no. Um, and the guardrail actually went through the car and it spliced <gasps> through her left leg. Oh my God. Um, and so she was sitting there in the middle of nowhere, um, on the side of the road. There was no cars going by and she was bleeding out. And she was going like in and out of consciousness. Um, she was probably sitting there for an hour. Oh my um, God. When ambulance finally arrived, um, she doesn't remember a lot, but she got to the hospital, um, had her surgery and everything. She ended up losing her leg, so they had to amputate her leg, and she's wow. now an amputee now. So the next, like, three weeks, you know, she was going through, rec- um, like, recovery and stuff like that, and everyone was, like, asking. She was just asking people, like, you know, how did the ambulance find me? Like, I was in the middle of nowhere. There was no cars passing by. Like, what, what happened? Everyone was like... You called in, like you called the ambulance, and she's like, "No, I did not. Like, the, I didn't. I did not call the ambulance. Like, I did not. This didn't happen." She's like, "Who called in?" 
And for some reason, the 911 responder was not letting them listen to the the call or anything. What? I don't know why. Anyways, another week goes by, and they were about to delete the call, and the 911 responder um, actually called her, and was like, you know what? I have this feeling like you need to listen to this. I'm about to delete it, and I just want you to listen to it before I delete it. And she was like, okay. So she listened to it, and the voice that called the ambulance that night was her ex-boyfriend from high school that had been dead for 10 years no no there was my little story i hope i didn't say it too fast um i love you guys so much um i'm a huge fan um and a new page that ends what that's horrifying i believe it i mean guardian angel garden angels Garden, garden angels. angels. That I, <laughs> I'm astounded. That's that is bonkers. Yeah. Holy shit. We should we should compile like a a list of stories about guardian. We should do like a book of guardian angel stories. <laughs> a book. Yeah. You guys like <laughs> you guys aim so low. There was that <laughs> I know we do. One email or voicemail from like months ago where like someone was playing basketball and like he ran out in the street and like a car stopped. I don't remember the specific. Yeah, and then David, like, David from the war. Yes. Like these oh my are God, these are empowering story stories that the world needs to know, especially right now. We should do we should do like a best of No, we should do a guardian angel <laughs> episode where everyone tells their guardian angel stories. Yeah. yeah. It'll be huge. Yeah. And it's important for you. Yeah, if you have any guardian suck. angel stories, call in. <laughs> what do you I have? like it? Oh my god. No one's saying anything. Everyone's agreeing <gasps> with you. Yeah, that's the point. No one's saying anything. You guys should be like applauding from the rafters. I think it's a wonderful <laughs> idea. <laughs> I think it's great. Good. I think it's great. Good. I love it. Well, anyways. Good. Do you guys have any emails? Yeah, we do. We have a lot of emails. Have, some of them are like really long and I feel like some of them are yeah. like episode ideas that are like three pages long and then like also include evidence. Um, yeah. So maybe we um, just read one. Do you want to read Emma Max Hometown Murder? Ooh. You want to read it? Sure. Uh, hometown Murder from Emma Mack. Hey, ladies. Here is just a hometown murder story that I'm personally connected to. On February 9th, 2010, at 3 p.m., a 17-year-old girl, Mackenzie Cowell, was leaving a hair design academy in Wenatchee, Wenatchee, Washington, when she disappeared. She had told her classmates she would be back in 15 minutes, but never came back. Her dad tried to call her multiple times throughout the evening, but all of them went to voicemail. Sometime after 8 p.m., a homeowner about seven miles outside... Um, Wenatchee and near the local ski hill, Mission Ridge, called the police and reported an abandoned car near his driveway. The police traced the registration to Cowell's father. Her cell phone and debit card were not found in the car, and there was only one set of footprints found. On the afternoon of February 13th, her body was found in the Columbia River about 30 miles away. <sighs> The autopsy said the cause of death was strangulation while there was a knife found still in her shoulder. 
Oh, God. It also seemed the killer had tried to cut off one of her arms after she died. Oh, my God. I know. Eventually, tips and a DNA match from a piece of duct tape found near her body led the cops to 29-year-old Christopher Scott Wilson, one of her classmates at the Hair Design Academy. After a bunch of bullshit, he pled guilty to first-degree manslaughter and is eligible for parole in 2023. The Cowles were close uh, family friends of ours. Mackenzie had babysat me once or twice, and our fathers worked together in construction pretty often. I was 12 in 2010, so this is a pretty important event in my life. Oh, my God. Uh, Even if I didn't totally understand the horror of it, quite yet that is insane thanks for a rad podcast emma holy shit wait he's eligible for parole in 2023 yeah he like he hardly went to jail that's crazy i mean hopefully he doesn't get out oh my god jesus i'm sorry to go through that emma that's crazy yeah oh here's um from eric this is remember that most the insane phone call yes is that they got from the yeah yeah um this is hygen web crawlers thank you so much for reading my email uh regarding nikolai i guess i should have spelled it nikolai but that was from an earlier episode where a person was named nikolai and i just liked how you pronounced it that's all nikolai anyway sadly marvin gabriel has not called back yet oh, i'm man. still waiting and i will definitely get back to you when if he does um anyway thank you best eric so no update yet he said if he gets it recorded he'll share it with us yeah that'd be scary um this one bethany my springfield three connection Ooh, hi all new new listener here thanks to pf Tompkins. hello i was very excited to see you guys cover the springfield three which happened in my hometown I was young when this happened, around six, but remember my parents being so shaken and seeing the coverage on the news. I still get weird vibes when I drive past the places where the bodies are allegedly buried. Oh, yeah. That that parking lot or whatever. Parking garage or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Springfield has another unsolved murder involving a man named John Feeney. His wife and two kids were found murdered inside their house. Spooky in and of itself. However, we were neighbors with the Feenies. I was around 10 and remember being so spooked by all the police. We would always run as fast as possible by his house anytime we walked around the neighborhood. Next time you do a live Zoom episode, I'll call in and share more information. Please do and tell you the scary story of the man in my room that ended up in a (gasps) robbery. No, what? Oh, my God. Peace and love, Bethany. Bethany. Bethany, that's so scary. Oh, my God. Wait, should we read this one more? Uh, Melissa, read this one. My mom lived with with a serial killer from Alexa. Oh, God. This is from Alexa. This is my mom lived with a serial killer. Um, Hi, web crawlers. My name is Alexa. So I'll just get... I wonder if it's the same Alexa that left a voicemail. Maybe not. Maybe. Just got to be more than one. So I'll just get right into it. My mother lived with a serial killer while she was pregnant with me. His name is Leslie Williams, photo and link below. So he's actually my mom's sister's late husband's brother. My mom's sister's Sister's late late husband's husband's brother. brother. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, my mom said that she was looking for a roommate and her sister suggested that she get a place with her husband's brother. And so they did. Weird. Leslie Williams sadly killed four teenagers and his murders came to an end when he got caught abducting a 35-year-old woman who he'd planned on raping and killing, but oh luckily God. she got away. He stalked her while she was visiting a loved one in a graveyard. He thought she was alone, but apparently her father or someone was waiting in the car while she was at the gravestone and saw Leslie throw her into his vehicle. Holy shit. But was able to get police involved quickly enough to stop him from succeeding in abducting, raping, and killing her. My mom and dad were both interviewed by police, but had very little info to give them. They said he was a quiet and nice guy who kept to himself. Crazy, right? Anyway, love you guys so much. Keep on crawling the web. You guys are great. Honk, honk. P.S. Don't go to graveyards alone. Alexa. Jesus Christ. That's so scary, man. Well, I think that should probably do it for today. Uh, but we still have yeah. so many more emails to read. We will catch up at we'll some point. We'll start with emails. Yeah. Next it's crazy episode. how many we have. And don't forget, this Friday, we're doing another live Zoom, 5 p.m. I wonder if maybe in the beginning of the live Zoom, should we read a few emails? Like maybe read two or three emails or something? Oh, that's a good idea. Just to get it started. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Maybe, why not? Maybe. Maybe. The people are there. It's like, you know what it makes me feel like? It makes me feel like when you go up to order at at, a takeout place and then they take a phone call. And then it's like, well, I'm here. Yeah, you already like, know what I want. You? Yeah. Interesting point. Interesting point. That's what it makes me feel like. I but feel you. what do I know? Um, Alrighty then. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love all your emails. We love your voicemails. Keep them coming, please. Donate to the Patreon if you can. Patreon.com slash webcrawlers. Um, and come to our live shows. They have been fun and exciting. A real roller coaster of emotions. Um, anyways, they are, they are really are. Um, anyways, uh, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton and I producer Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.